Yo, you tuned in to Gorilla Cross Radio. Broadcasting live from downtown Las Vegas, you're tuned in to Gorilla Cross Radio. And you can also call in to us tonight. It's 702-608-3259. Join the chat. Um, yeah, we're here. We're in the building. Uh, I'm just excited. I, this is one thing that I'm really excited about with you okay. that I was almost low-key jealous about <laughs> okay. because I'm a Raiders fan. Okay. And you had a lot of implementation with that happening with the stadium coming. And you were there for the official name change to the Las Vegas Raiders. When they had that ceremony, were you there? For I was that? there. I was there for the groundbreaking. For the yes. groundbreaking, okay. I was there for the groundbreaking, man. And a that, couple other things. Yeah. And you had—I saw a picture of you, I think, on social media, where you had the helmet, the workers' hat, the yes. construction hat on with the Raiders. <laughs> yep. I was like, oh my god, Ken, I need that. I need yeah, that, that construction the, uh, hat. Yeah, that was the uh, topping off ceremony where they put the final symbolic beam in place for the stadium. So okay. yes, a nice. few, few major milestones along the way. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, talk about it because uh, are you now going to become a Raiders fan with us or oh, we have a team? Raiders we'll, we'll see, there we go. See, okay. Melissa Didn't knows know. Of, Didn't know. Well, yes. well, so everyone will know. I've been a Raiders fan since the mid 70s. Oh, wow. Er, actually, the early 70s. Days. Oh, long before then. Long before Tim <laughs> Brown. We're talking like uh, Fred Bolitnikoff, wow. Kenny Stabler, oh, yeah, uh, uh, Jack Tatum. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the, uh, oh, the kicker, the kicker. Uh, Oh man, it's, it's well, definitely not Marquette King because he's with no, XFL. No, I know no, he's no, the young no. guy, but <laughs> no, but yeah, I've been a Raiders fan since I'd say seventy three, seventy four. Wow, awesome! And see, I didn't get into it until I was into the days of Bo Jackson when you had the oh yeah, I came Bo up. Jackson much yeah, later. Marcus Allen, late, yeah. Howie Long, yep, yeah, yep. Art Shell was the coach. Yep. You know, so I, I kind of grew up on that development. But how does how do you feel about the team coming here? Very what? excited, very very excited. I mean, obviously, I have a official professional uh position to pay attention to sitting on the stadium authority board but i will definitely say as a fan and a 30-year resident of this area would have never thought that we'd have an nfl team here so i'm just ecstatic that it's the raiders coming to town yeah i mean i would have never thought that either and at first i was kind of in protest against it because Mm -hmm. i wanted him to go back to la (laughs) And I wanted the Chargers to come here. Because I was like, the enemy could come here. Oh, she's the enemy. (laughs) No, no, no. I wanted the enemy to come here and us go to L.A. Because it gave us a chance to get out of town and it was closer again. Like, you had that. That's true. But now that I'm seeing this stadium come up and how amazing it is. and the amenities, Yes. And the amenities that it's going to have. And you can probably give us some insight on some of the things that we didn't know that's coming. Like, the retractable rooftop is a given. But what else? When is there showing? Well, actually, the roof isn't retractable, but what is retractable is the, think of a tray with grass in it. There'll okay. be a retractable field with, gotcha. with uh, natural grass or real grass. The, I, and, you know, I was reading that, too, because they were talking about um, possibly hosting a soccer tournament in that stadium, and they were saying that the gra- grass would be retractable to turf to regular grass Correct. and that kind of thing. Correct. Wow. No, yeah. it's an it's a engineering marvel. I mean, I'm, I'm a civil engineer myself. And so to me, watching some of the features of the stadium, paying attention to them, engineering marvel, some of the things that are going in there. But it's first-class, world-class equipment and technology that's going and into the stadium. And it looks amazing. It does. Yes, it like does. Anybody, and even whether you're a Raider fan, whether you're a Vegas you know, um, local or not, I mean, people that come here, they're just driving by, they get in their Uber or the taxi from the airport, and like, whoa, what's yep. that? Taking pictures, oh, filming yeah. it, video. And, and that's one thing I'll mention is eventually they will be doing stadium tours. Uh, hopefully it's going to rival what happens in uh, Jerry Stadium. stadium yeah, <laughs> we, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> right, of I'm, course. I, I, no, I'm, no, I'm no. an anti-Dallas Thank Cowboy you. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you, my brother. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, we're going to celebrate our stadium. And I have a question about the roof because a lot of people think it's a retractable roof. That's what I roof. thought, too. That's why. And, I was and people say that all the time. What is the roof exactly? It, it's, it's not a retractable roof, but it is a special substance that is designed to, on the one hand, provide enough shade to keep the heat out, especially in the heat of the extreme heat of summer, but at the same time, it will still allow light enough light in the stadium 
to give you a good natural light field along with the rest. So of it's the not going to be like when we light. were kids with the magnifying glass burning the ants. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. <laughs> that would be tough. So would be tough. I, I have to ask too: Are you going to get one of the legacy bricks? Or anything like that? Is there any kind of sentimental momento you're going to leave with the stadium? Uh, I don't know if I'll get a brick or not, but I will tell you that uh, I've been blessed to get a ceremonial sh shovel from the groundbreaking. Oh, nice. In addition nice. to that, uh, when we were at the uh, topping off ceremony, I was able to sign a few things, and then I actually got a ceremonial uh, beam. I don't. It's not the real beam, but there have been some things like well, that along the not. way that I, <laughs> we might need those beams in the yeah, stadium. That's right. right. We want them to stay in the stadium. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. You don't want, no, no, we don't want that. But we're long overdue, well-deserved. I mean, we were playing in Alameda on a baseball field, sharing Ooh, that with the Oakland A's. True. I mean, you, you'd see the baseball diamond on the football field, yeah. and it's just ridiculous. So it's kind of refreshing, and I'm very excited that we actually <laughs> have, have a stadium. We have our own home. Our own you know, home. we have our own home. Um, what else can you tell me? Let's just backtrack as far as the rumors of it coming okay. as far as that and then the process that it took to make it happen. Well, from my, from my standpoint, it, it started a few legislative sessions ago. In fact, what I'll share is initially uh, one, one of the legislative sessions I was up in uh, Carson City. At that time, we were only talking about getting a stadium, a new stadium for UNLV. Mm. And, and at that time, I can tell you that we definitely had no idea that we'd end up where we are right now. But things evolved from that point to a discussion about a joint use stadium. Uh, along the way, I uh, have to give uh, Mr. Sheldon Adelson and the Sands Corporation credit for doing some initial uh, exploration, design work, and pre-development work. And that got things moving, and then things took on a life of their own to get us where we are now. Another key element, and this is where I, I ran into Melissa at a meeting, is they have the Southern Nevada Tourism Infrastructure Committee. They, they were having meetings all along to figure out, okay, can we do this or not? Can it be joint use and how are we going to finance it? And I was happy Melissa came to that meeting to get some firsthand information, but it evolved from that point. And again, it took on a life of its own to get us to where we are today. Well, and that's why it, it kind of started as a rumor. Right, like, it did. You know, that's oh my like, God, the Raiders are going to come to Vegas? No way. And like, yeah, right, no way. And I remember seeing Kenneth post something about it and I was like, you know what? I think I, I'm going to go check this out. I don't think people realize here in, the, in Las Vegas is that these things are open to the public. Yes. Oh, yeah. And you're able just to walk in there and sit down and kind of get an idea of what's going on, shake some hands, maybe talk a little bit. It was just, it was eye-opening to see how much really goes into the planning part. And this was just the beginning stages. I wasn't able to make it to the ones that were after that. But that was like the first of many. Yep. And, and that's the thing I, I hope people appreciate is to get to where we are right now. This started with meetings that occurred anywhere from three, four, five years ago. So it's a process and a journey. And naturally, as you're making your way through the journey, there's some people that are negative. There's some people that are speculating. But probably the best thing to do is to come to these public meetings and get the information mm -hmm. firsthand. Right. In fact, I'm going to mention this. I'm sure we have some people in the audience that may be interested in being vendors, operators, or concessions. Uh, at the new stadium, there's a very key me meeting going on tomorrow Listen afternoon at 4 p.m. Wait, wait, sorry. No, 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 I just I'm want glad. to make sure people like, like yep. really hear it. Yep. No, no, oh, we're going to reiterate it. We're going to reiterate it. Say yep. that again. There's a meeting tomorrow. It's called the Community Benefits Plan Oversight Committee, uh, Committee Meeting, but it's tomorrow, 4 p.m. at the RTC building downtown, uh, room 268. It's, it's on the Las Vegas Stadium Authority Board website, but the idea behind tomorrow's meeting at 4 p.m. is we will have representatives from ASN Global, uh, which is the operate, master operator, and then we'll have representatives from Levy Restaurants, which will be the master concessionaire. Ah. They'll just be there to kind of initially introduce themselves and give people an idea how they're going to move forward as far as transitioning from the construction to the operations of the stadium. Wow. And to your point, Melissa, it's important that we go to public meetings like that so you get firsthand information versus spreading rumors. <laughs> right, right, like a retractable roof. <laughs> I, that's why I'm, I'm not, glad I'm you not, were here. I, I was waiting what, on I'm that. Not, I'm not sure where you got the retractable. I mean, roof just, it's because there's that retractable window or right. something, and right? I don't know. Oh, okay, I just... uh, okay. Actually, the, okay, you're right on point with that. In fact, that's a man. That's going to be uh, unique and, and a great thing for people to see. There will be some retractable doors 
in the northern elevation of the building so that you'll be able to open those doors and during a game or another event you will see a great view of the strip, of the strip. yeah yep. mm-hmm. maybe not like in august september because it'll still be blazing hot here but you know it'll yeah. be perfect come september october yes. yes great into the fall yep oh that's amazing. football season yeah. uh, are there any necessarily qualifications for the concessions is it small businesses that can participate in this or it's open to anybody the, what's, what's... There, there's actually a small business component to what will be done in fact they're trying to get small diverse businesses to participate yeah. in both the concessions and the operations and one thing that i want to commend uh the raiders organization on as well as mortensen mccarthy who's building the stadium they've done a very good job of making sure that small diverse businesses could participate in the construction here today. In fact, they've not only met the goals and metrics, they far exceeded them. Excellent. Wow. So we just want to see that continue during the concessions and the operations of well, the Well, let's stadium. hope so, because the fan base, let's be real, is very diverse. Like, yes, it's it very is. culturally diverse. Yes, so, it is. I mean, I think that's behind the, the Raiders. That's, I think, that's it, it part is. of it our, is. our culture. It's definitely part will. of the attraction. It's definitely mm-hmm. part of the culture. Uh, and the Raiders are committed to that, which is a good thing. In fact, starting from the owner on down, uh, I know from a, a distance and just some limited uh, talks and interactions, it's important to the owner, Mark Davis. Mm-hmm. Definitely important to the president, current president, Mark Bedane. Mm. Man, that is just, I. Uh, shout out to Chase Corbin. I'm just going to put him his name out there on Blast Philly. Freeze me. This is your opportunity <laughs> to possibly, if you wanted to franchise one other local business that you have already, another location going into Raider Stadium, possibly. Any of the, I mean, this is, I would have never have known this. Do you yeah, know? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, what I was going to say, what I would encourage people to do is to come to the meeting, or if you can't come to the meeting, at least uh, contact them, learn about the requirements. You may yeah. find out that due to the magnitude and the capacity you need, you're unable or you make the decision, the business decision not to move forward. But the best thing you can do is come get the information or follow up. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So at least you had an opportunity. Yeah. And I mean, not only are you associated with that, but you're also associated, it ties into your association with the Urban Chamber of Commerce. That's correct. So not only are you providing knowledge on that side of the stadium authority, but also with Urban Chamber of Commerce. So talk about that a little bit. You serving as president, what options do um, people have in the city to get with you, meet with you, and... Yeah, we, we're fortunately at the Urban Chamber of Commerce. I've been there about six and a half years now. We have our own building, so we have a business incubator, 1951 Stella Lake, uh, just as a landmark. If you know where the McDonald's is on Lake Mead and Martin Luther King. I know King, where Grits is. Grits Cafe, yeah. I, hey, there you go. <laughs> See, that's the one, that's the no, one I should have used. Yeah, use Grits. Especially shout as much as I'm in Grits. Right. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, love I love my Grit Bowl. I love my Grit Bowl. Let's just be real. Yep. But, yeah, shout yeah, out to Trina. Yeah, there's a few things on the, on the menu that I like, the yeah. Grits Bowl catfish yeah in fact it's all good let me stay focused right, right. but uh y- yes we're right down the street from a uh, grits cafe uh on uh, stella lake uh but again we have our own business incubator plus we have a business resource center and we are a small business chamber i, I mean i'll tell you we we are focused on ha- helping small diverse businesses get started or for example if you're someone that has a business idea and you're not sure if it's going to work or not or if it's viable we have resources there to help you evaluate the idea. Mm, so, excellent. Great resource in the community. Yeah, it is. So a couple questions that I, and maybe you don't know the answer, and that's it's okay. okay. Because um, my main concern that ever since they started building this, and I think I've talked to you about it before, is the lack of space for parking yeah. and or tailgating, which as football fans, as sport fans, we all know yeah, is an issue. huge. Um so is there any plan? Because, I mean, there's it's a, kind of an industrial area over there yes, it is. in some sorts. Yes, it is, is there any plans to try and, like, maneuver some of those places, people, businesses around to help allow this? Y- or? Yes, there, there will be provisions made for on-site tailgating as well as the other thing that's in the works right now is a parking plan that is going to incorporate several satellite locations. And again, all this information is or will be public. So if you come to the Stadium Authority Board meetings, over the course of time, the Raiders are going to talk about their parking plan and how it will be rolled out. Right now, it's in uh, negotiation and coordination with Clark County Mm -hmm. because they're overall responsible for things like that. But here's what I would say. Those satellite parking locations are going to be an opportunity for tailgating, 
but they're also going to be a business opportunity as well because okay. they'll need different types sure. of services to make them work. What was the reason behind the not having the parking? Was that just a... That, that was a, a design decision. Uh, from, from what I could tell, they looked at other new stadiums and how they were constructed and how they were laid out, and they decided that this is the design they wanted to go with for this particular location. And so, yes, they knew parking was going to be a challenge, but they also knew that uh, by distributing the spaces that they need in the surrounding area, uh, not too far from the stadium, in addition to that, I know that ride share is going to be a very big deal. Mm -hmm. uh, they've actually worked the use of Uber and Lyft into the design of the stadium, so they'll be encouraging people to use those modes to get to and from. In addition to that, uh, no secret that if you go on the other side of the freeway, you've got several resort locations there, mm -hmm. and they anticipate that some individuals will stay in those locations and walk over Hacienda to get to the stadium on game day. Excellent. What about, do you, I've heard there's been rumors, because we know you hear rumors, yeah. about okay. there being some kind of walkway being built to connect like Mandalay and the stadium, or... Uh somewhere in those in that area being connected to basically have a, a, a fan like a walkway over the the only thing that i've concretely uh seen discussed and an anticipate being discussed mm -hmm. is hacienda uh maybe closing off part or all of hacienda so that on game day people can walk over from the resort gotcha. corridor but again uh the best thing is to follow what we do because over the course of time it'll all be revealed in public meetings and i'm going to hold you responsible to share some of those like meeting dates or times with us so i think that everybody can... should just favorite the page of the las vegas stadium authority just but, favorite on your tab and just yes. keep checking oh, yeah. in for sure I, I on agree, twitter and I, yeah. I agree with that uh the, the website or the url is uh, lvstadiumauthority.com that's lvstadiumauthority.com. And I just encourage people, especially people that have a business interest, visit that website on a regular basis. And, you know, my definition of regular is maybe every three to five business days. Mm, yeah. And those of you in the chat, I did type in the website address. So click oh, on good. it. Make sure that you, you know, just follow that. Because we're required by law to notice when we're going to be having public meetings. So you'll always know by going to that website, the next meeting that we have coming up. Plus, in addition to that, we post the past meeting agendas and minutes and attachments. Awesome. So what got you started as far as joining that um, board for the um, Las Vegas Stadium Authority? Were you, it was an invitation. Was it something that you directly contacted? I, I applied. In fact, uh, I just uh, was renewed by the Clark County Commission. So I want to thank all of them. In particular, I want to thank Commissioner Lawrence Weekly for, yeah. you know, leading the effort to initially get me placed on the board as well as being behind the scenes to, to help make sure that I was reappointed. But uh, I'll be on the board uh, through December 2022, uh, which wow. I really like because that enables me to serve on the board while we transition from construction to the oper ongoing operations yeah, of the stadium. Uh, but where it all started is uh, a little bit about my background. I'm a retired Air Force Lieutenant Colonel. I'm a civil engineer out of the Air Force Academy. I've got 25 plus years doing project management, construction management. In addition to that, I've got a little bit of a finance background you have an MBA. along the way. Yes, I do. Shout out to the hard work. I, yeah, I do. <laughs> I put that time in in grad school. Uh, in addition to that, all along the way, uh, I'm, I'm from L.A. originally and then Sacramento. Uh, my mother raised three boys. My father was never in the picture. So I'm one of those uh, from one of those challenged socioeconomic demographics but my mom stressed education and excellence to that end uh, I'm an engineer my twin brother's an engineer and then my younger brother's an engineer but at the same time I never lost sight of where I came from so I've always wanted to make sure that I'm turning around and helping other individuals especially young brothers that come from backgrounds like mine so that kept me engaged in the community so when you look at my professional background a little bit of my finance background and real estate development background, and then finally my community engagement. 
it put me in a good position to be qualified to sit on the board right oh, now. Oh, absolutely. I think more than qualified. It should have been just a, a, yeah, given. a given. Here, yeah. take it. Uh, That's yours. Uh, oh, oh. Yeah. That's yeah. y'all. I'm going to be humble about it. I'm going to be humble about it. <laughs> well, we Not, like it's it. a blessing. Yeah, it's it definitely yeah. a blessing. And I'm happy that you are going to be there in that extended period so that you are, like you said, tra in that transition. Because this is all one thing for us here to be super excited about it right. be, you know it, you know the new stadium i mean I and then know. but what I'm happens you know, i know when i first went to i had went to the uh, niner stadium after they first yep. opened yep. and i won't even comment about the niners but what i found that was an issue initially was all the lift ride share problems right. Right. and it was so hard it, it, you literally had to walk like a mile away from the stadium right. just to catch a ride right. And so it's, I mean, I just, you know, it's interesting to be able to know how to get through those challenges initially yeah. To, to. Yeah. The one, the one thing I'll comment on that too is, and, and to their credit, the Raiders have been very transparent and proactive about this is they know that other stadiums have had some challenges. They know that we're going to have some challenges to work through here in terms of the inflow of traffic before games. And then, you know, the outflow after the game, in right. fact, things will probably be even more concentrated after a game because you figure before a game people be coming in at different times but right. after the game it's All like everybody time. wants to leave yeah, at the same right. time uh but again uh, the raiders have been very proactive uh and w and what i know will happen based on what they've suggested is that we may have to evolve our uh, transportation plan over the course of time and our parking plan over the course of time so what i would ask people to do is to be patient early on and give them a chance to work things out. Anybody that's been here knows that when T-Mobile first opened, they had yeah, some challenges. Yeah. But I would venture to say by now they've worked a lot of those challenges out. Same thing will hold true with the stadium. Well, yeah. that'll be the other thing, too, is when there happens to be a Raiders game and a Golden Knights game. You know, you need to figure how that's going to work. And even though they are on two separate sides of the freeway, it's right. still all that traffic kind of congregating into like a, a couple mile the, radius. The, the good thing is that uh as traffic engineers or engineers you can do some modeling to at least anticipate some of that and then when it actually happens actually document what happens and then come up with some solutions long term so yeah there may be some friction here and there but long term again i commend the raiders for being very proactive and understanding that this is something that they're going to need to pay attention to. Gotcha. Now I know you're a numbers guy, and I just want to ask really quickly, did they project, or do you have a projection as far as even partnering with Las Vegas Visitors uh, Convention Center Authority, uh, what the projection of attendance would be or the amount of visitors at the time of the opening of the um, arena all the way through the season? I, I know the capacity for the stadium is about 65,000. Okay. Uh, and they do anticipate that a good number of the people that come to the games will be coming from out of town. Right. So I'm sure that I, I don't know the exact numbers, but I can definitely suggest to you that a decent amount of the uh, people coming to the stadium will be from out of town. In fact, the uh, the premium seat licenses that people mm, were paying, yeah. they just mentioned the fact, uh, I want to say it's 20 to 30 percent of those licenses that were sold went to oh, people yeah. from out of town. Oh, I yeah. believe it. So we already know. And if you look at the Raider Nation, right. for example. We're deep. We tra we're, deep <laughs> we're deep and, and we, we travel go, well. And we're from all over. Yes. Yeah, and yes. internationally, too. Let's yes. not forget, we got our brothers and sisters in Mexico and in the London yep. area. Yep. So we're all over, yeah. Yep. And and now the, the one set of numbers that I would like to throw out there is, uh, first of all, in order for the stadium to work from a business standpoint, we're looking at having 45-plus events in a you know as a part of the not just football we, we need to have 45 plus events each year to make it work and then in addition to that uh, what I want people to focus on is there will be anywhere from 12 to 15 billion dollars of economic activity over the 30-year life of the stadium so it's not just about the 2 billion nearly going into the construction there's another 12 to 15 billion over the course of the 30-year life of the stadium so those it's it's a great economic development opportunity for the community. Oh yeah, absolutely. Man. I mean, I'm we, just uh, excited. I am too. So do we? I mean, are we set? All, is it I'm ready at, to go? Like, I, is it I gonna be ready to go? The, come the, the, here, the countdown. Here's my story, and I'm sticking <laughs> to it. Uh, the stadium will be ready. Let's see, July 31st, 2020. It, 
it that's will, what they it, say. It, will I would, it looks like everything is on according to plan. Yeah, I, I just you know I want to ask. I'm just I, I, it. Cause I, I don't know about anybody else. So you know, LA started their stadium before we did, and I feel like they I'm are f- like five years behind I'm, us already. I'm familiar with their story a little bit. Yeah. Do yeah. you? Because I'm curious. I, I just wonder. Like, I mean, I know that they don't have as much of a rush because their teams are currently in other places to play, whereas the Raiders don't really have anywhere, so they're in more of a time crunch. Is that the only reason? Because I feel like they're, just, or maybe just LA time. Like it's just, eh, we'll get to it. We we'll get to uh, it. I don't know. It's a weird looking facility. I'm not going to. I'm not going to comment you know on that. Remember, remember that movie that had like the spaceship that was kind of like was, that weird. It almost shape. a Star Trek ish kind of thing. I don't <laughs> e. know. No, it was like uh, it was something maybe similar. Battlestar Galactica. But I'm mad at how she threw a jab at your stadium there, Quan, for a second. Like I don't care about the 49ers. I didn't listen. <laughs> I didn't even mention how much I didn't like the stadium. It was the way that they. Didn't have things going very well. All, all I know is the Raiders beat them in their stadium a couple of years ago, and that was our Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I see some frowns around the table, so I may have struck He's a nerve. He yeah. just ate. He's sitting here eating while we're just like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So looking at the upcoming yeah. schedule, what game are you anticipating the most, aside from all of them? Like, I'm looking forward to all the home games. What game is sticking out to you as far as our – I'm sure the – Raiders Chiefs game yes. will be pretty interesting. Yes, especially for sure. you know shouts out and boy, this is hard for me to do, but uh, <laughs> shouts there. out and props to the Chiefs for winning the Super Bowl. Oh, I know, and in particular uh, it, Pat Mahomes. Yeah, uh-huh. it's it's AFC as well West. as uh, uh, Eric Benemy, the uh, I think he's the offensive yes. coordinator who also happens to be a member of Omega Sci Fi fraternity. So there you go, shout him out, fraternity brothers. So yes. oh, okay, yep. Shout out to those cues. So exactly, but uh, again, congratulations to the Chiefs. So I'm sure that's going to be a interesting game this year. It is. How did you feel about that? Because I was torn. I was kind of like, I, I, San Francisco's on the other side of the bay, and I know we're no longer the bay. Yeah. But then again, the Chiefs are in that AFC West division with us, and we felt that pain before with Denver Broncos having yeah. Peyton Manning. We knew our yeah. whole season was yeah. in the can. But how did you feel? Who were you going for in that Super Bowl? I think I. I'll say my lunch money was with the Chiefs, but okay. then I have a twin. I have a twin brother who's a big time Forty uh, er oh, fan. Okay. Oh, got, in fact, there's somebody out there, Thomas Mason. I don't know if he's in the atmosphere. T Mason. He had to. He he purposely watched the game by himself, and I'm sure he's glad he did now. <laughs> oh yeah, because if I would have been over there, here he first You'd of all, he already that ear. You've he been already, on that ear. Yeah. He already lost because yeah. I, I beat the fantasy team, That's so right. they already mad. I, I saw that on social media, <laughs> but yeah. he would have been a little extra mad. I That's didn't want right. to go lay into him too hard. I know he's got the family to you know keep up, and they're busy with the kids <laughs> and sports, so I didn't want to go too hard on your teammates. <laughs> Plus, he got a big birthday coming up this year. That's right. He's going to be the big five zero this five-0. year. Oh, Welcome yeah. to my club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good Shouts club out. to be in. Look at your resume. It speaks for itself. It's a great Absolutely. club. No, Man, I'm I'm pretty blessed. I'll turn fifty seven this year, so life is good. Well, it, wow, it does you I well. Guess that never. No. Thank you. That's the reason why I throw it out there. <laughs> yeah, you I look to. good. My, my, my three more years, I'll look like this at age 60. That's the goal. Hey, I think that's an attainable goal for sure. Okay. So is there anything else out of community work that you're uh, working with? I know you were saying that you um, would like all the young brothers and sisters to kind of up and come and kind of teach them the way of small, starting small businesses, uh, teaching absolutely. them about financing. What else do you have in the works that you're working on? Well, at the Urban Chamber of Commerce, we just uh, brought on uh, six new board members. And what we're really happy about, and I'll give uh, part of the credit to the person who helps me co-lead what goes on at the Chamber, Shondell Newsom with uh, some new uh, marketing. But uh, one of the things, out of the six new board members we brought aboard, four of the six are millennials. Oh, uh, we wow. are intent- We are intentionally making Good. sure that we bring it on be, the yeah. next generation, a younger generation, fresh ideas, fresh energy, mm-hmm. and basically they'll be responsible for taking the Urban Chamber to the next, next level. level. Yeah, very good. So so that's something that will be going on. Uh, let's face it, individuals like me, our job is to get things to a certain point and then pass the, the torch and the baton yeah. yep. to the next generation. Very cool. Well, again, guys, you're tuned in to Girl Chat Sports with Mo, Mel, Quan, hey, hey, and hey. Ken. Hey, the hey. number again is 702-608-3259. Any questions you have, definitely join in the chat or give us a call. We are having an awesome, awesome education right now with uh, Mr. Ken Evans. He's very—he's enlightened me on so yeah. much. I think uh, my biggest takeaway is the fact that you're a face of diversity within the board members of mm-hmm. Las Vegas Stadium Authority. And the fact that Raiders are very encouraging for that diversity. Yes, they are. Um, and That's- the fact also that 
you are giving open forums to business opportunities uh, as far as concessions within the stadium. Is there any other special things in the stadium that we can look forward to? Any uh, other special things that they said that maybe unique um, from others? Isn't there a torch or something in there? Yeah, the, That's the yes, owl. there is. Yes, there is. Oh, there's gonna, what are you there's talking gonna, about? There's going to be a tribute uh, to for Al the Davis. original founder. Yeah, we have that. Oh, okay, yeah. With yeah. Al Davis. They have that outside yeah. of Alameda. So they're bringing that. Is that going to be indoors or outside of the Allegiant? Uh, I want to say it's going to be built indoors within the stadium, and it's going to use yeah. a unique technology to. What? I think Simulate the pictures, it was like right there near those opening yes. doors yes. or something. Wow. Yes. Uh, I, I can tell you, when you look at the uh, the suites, uh, the, the way it's built, it's going to be designed to do a lot of things. Uh, if you've ever been to the Superdome, for example, oh, yeah. you know how they have those side rooms mm -hmm. and side areas that are kind of mm -hmm. like a nightclub oh, or yeah. for smaller events. Uh, I anticipate this stadium will incorporate some of those things. That'll types be good because when they too. have Essence Festival, you know, they have yes. the super lounges, exactly. the ultra lounges. So yep. that was in the yep. Superdome, and you go to the lounge. Yep. And it was a big yep. enough space where you yep. had room to see the artists and all that. Absolutely. Yeah. So I see a, a future of Super Bowl projections coming here. Uh, yes. That, you know, naturally, uh, a few shouts out to my colleague, Mary Beth Seawold, over at the uh, Vegas Chamber. They did a preview uh, Las Vegas a few weeks ago. They had. Uh, Commissioner Goodell here and naturally yeah. that was one of the things that he was asked was about yeah. the Super Bowl and I'm sure you know the way people are working behind the scenes the Super Bowl will be on the menu in the not too distant future man and we already have draft lined up so what is your Absolutely. take as far as that goes because I remember watching the live on the city planning of them mm -hmm. meeting with the yep, county that's, commissioners that's going to be a great opportunity as well as a bit of a a dress rehearsal or a trial <laughs> run for possibly a future Super Bowl. Uh, but uh, April 25th through 27th, right. uh, the, the draft will be in town. Uh, that should be a very, that'll be another big thing. In fact, uh, if I remember the numbers correctly, I think they had about 600,000 people or 200,000 wow. uh, per day in Nashville. They're anticipating we're going to surpass that here in Las Vegas. Oh, I it. Yeah. Uh, if you watch the recent LVCVA meeting, I know they approved quite a bit of things, resources and logistics for that. Uh, but it's going to be a big deal. And getting back to my area with Urban Chamber, uh, one of the things that we participated in was a program called NFL Business Connect. And what that's designed to do is to get small, diverse businesses to be vendors, contractors, subcontractors, suppliers during the NFL draft. And that's in process right now. We anticipate there's going to be a NFL business cadet directory that will come out. Uh, hopefully some of our chamber members will be in that directory. And beyond that, the bottom line is hopefully some of them will get some contracts and will have some success stories. So again, another great opportunity for the area. I would have never thought this growing up here, being born and raised, <laughs> that our city would flourish as it has. I mean, I understand the population and because of the housing market, but I just never would have thought what that growth brought. And, and, and I think the city is going to continue to grow. In fact, I'll tell you, when I came here 30-plus uh, years ago, I was an active-duty Air Force captain up at a remote classified location. <laughs> and when it came time for me to rotate out two years into my assignment, I said, wait a minute. I see how this valley is growing, how the city's growing. I'm a civil engineer. I want to stay here. And here I am about wow. 30, 30 years later. And to your point, the city continues to grow. If yeah. you look at 215, for example, <laughs> uh, you know, I was talking yeah. to Melissa about this. Uh, one of the committees I sit on is called the Transportation Resource Advisory Committee or the Track Committee. When you look at 215, that will be five lanes, both sides, or a total of 10 lanes before it's done all around the the perimeter of the loop of the valley that's and crazy. so if you've been to atlanta now unfortunately they always are working on theirs yeah. but, uh, <laughs> and their freeway is i'm weird. sure we will to be too <laughs> did you see that where they have an exit i can't remember which freeway it is but they have an exit to the left well that's, that's like over right. here on charleston on the 15th. oh yeah that new one yeah to the left that's yeah, crazy. yeah that, so that, that that well that was uh, pretty unique too but it's working yeah. But but the bottom line is our valley is going to continue to grow. And what I encourage people to do is don't fight the growth. Get in where you fit in, especially if you're a business owner, an mm -hmm. entrepreneur. Figure out a way to get involved, uh, start a business, grow a business, and ride the curve because the valley is going to continue to grow. They're talking about having, I want to say, three to four million people here before we're done. I believe that. 
I totally believe that. And then it's going to look at prospects for NBA talk of getting a team here, possibly. Yeah. Uh, Major League Baseball team has already been talks. Yeah. I've heard some rumors. Um, yeah. MLS was in some talks. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely see that. To me, it's all a part of the city growing up and taking on its own corporate identity, but community identity mm -hmm. on, on top of it. Uh, so, again, I wouldn't fight it. I'd figure out how you can participate. Mm -hmm. And well, it looks like there's room for growth for that. It's room for opportunity, especially for the SBA, you know, for for a small business. You yes. Know? yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. I just found it, you know, coming from Seattle, I, I guess you didn't, you take for granted what you already have. So yes. coming here and you're like, oh, you didn't really have it. I mean, it hurt when I was here to not have sports live here like that. Um, but seeing how people that are locals or that are here, or people that are avid sports fans, like I'm excited over just because I'm a sports fan. Yes. I don't care about the teams that are here as long as there are teams here. So to have like, you know, to come from a place where you, I grew up with it to now people are starting to get it and they're like maybe in an adult age or now there's kids that are able to grow up with it too now here. It's, it's pretty exciting. It, it sure is because for example, it's not just about the Raiders. It's also about like the Las Vegas Aces are mm -hmm. here. Uh, I've gone to a couple, in fact, I was fortunate. My first game was their playoff game and man, that was a great experience. Uh, so I hope that people will go out, continue to support the Aces uh, in addition to that, you have the Aviators, the AAA mm -hmm. baseball team, yes. real nice stadium. And that ballpark. Yep. Great, great ballpark. So the, the point is, all these things are bringing a side to Vegas that wasn't there before, but it's going to help us grow. And then what I also hope will happen is that we'll continue to expand and diversify our economy, like uh, healthcare, for example. Mm -hmm. You know, I hope that we'll continue to expand that uh, to meet the fact that more and more people are going to move here. Right. Yeah. Well, speaking of those local sports teams, we should plug a few things that have been happening here locally, like our Las Vegas Aces. Um, there's been a little bit of movement in the WNBA. We acquired it, a player, too. It, exactly. We yeah. acquired a player. So we've got um, Angel McCautry. McCautry, mm -hmm. I think is how you pronounce it. She was the number one pick back in 2009. We have now four first-round picks. That hasn't happened since the Seattle Storm had had it happen, I think, back in like 2009 or something or uh, 11. Um, bring it, girls. And she's been in with the dream for the last, uh, since since her time. Um, and I'm excited. I just say bring it. Let's make so, so we may get a championship. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's why I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. The city. I didn't want to say it, but that girl that power bring it, all I want over it. To it. Be, I want to see it. I'm not, good with that. Not to I'm mention, um, our girls are playing overseas right now, and they all had Olympic qualifiers. So Asia Wilson, uh, Kelsey Plum, they're with Team USA. They led them. Have now they made the qualifying for okay. the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, Liz Cambage for Australia. They yeah. she helped them. She had like 28 or 29 points for their last game. They have made it to the Olympic Quarters. And even um, our young 22-year-old Jisoo Park, um, she has helped South Korea make it to their uh, bid for the Tokyo Olympics. So our it ladies bodes are well out there doing for it. The aces. It does. It does. Well. Very much so. It does. And I would Very. just encourage people to come on out to the games because it is a great experience. It is. And we'll come out to some other games and, and make specifically because there's been some big moves in the WNBA as of today. So Skylar Diggins-Smith, who had been off, for I think the year for having she gave birth, mm -hmm. um, she just got traded and picked up by the Phoenix Mercury. So she's now teamed up with Diana Taurasi as well as uh, Brady Grimer. Wow. Okay. That's, that's going to be an interesting match. Right and we there. play them, and we have a home game, I believe, with them uh, start of the season too on the schedule. I think we play them in April, if I'm not so mistaken. That, so that's going to be well, our season be. starts in May. I'm mean, sorry, not yeah, yeah. April, but May. Yeah, I think it's in that month, or if not, a little bit later. I know I we played our 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 first game is against the Wings, so that's May 17th. But I know eventually, I'm sure, obviously. No, the we'll Mercury's play the Mercury. coming. Oh, that's yeah. going to be a that's going to be a good great draw. Game. That should just bring everyone out. And can I tell you, uh, Mark Davis is a huge fan of the Aces. He sits courtside every, every home game. That white polo out. And it's like <laughs> all white. Yeah. Yeah. Guy that, that's not outstanding. Around. And that's that was good to see, too, is the fact that the Raiders have come in and individuals starting with the owner have made it a point to interact with the community oh, plus yeah. support some of the other community sports teams. Well, and, great and giving he, they, they were giving back um, all the tickets to the youth that were doing different contests. And I mean, they've donated money yeah. to schools. They've yes. had players show up at schools. Yes. They've done a lot of good community work to get them their, their selves known out here. Yes, and, and that's one thing that I, I anticipate that they will continue to do, and that's a big part of their corporate culture is to make sure that there's community engagement. 
Uh, yes, uh, you know, I'll mention the fact that there's a community benefits plan, but from what I've seen that's been great is you really don't need to, uh, quote unquote, hold that over. No, the Raiders do things like that anyway. That's right. part of their culture. Right. So uh, it, I just see things continuing to happen like that in our community, and it's a great thing. I think so. And we're always viewed as the outlaws. We're always looked at as bad guys. You know, I've had people Since even it. ask, are Raider fans dangerous? I'm like, what? You should no. look at them and say, hey, I'm a Raiders right. fan. Do like I, I look dangerous? Them, I said, Do I look dangerous? Well, real like, dangerous. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Careful come now. On. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm what? Real I, dangerous. <laughs> not even. I'm, I'm, I'm very nice. Very nice. There Angelic. Yes. There we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Ken, are you familiar with XFL? Because they just started that last weekend. Have just, you got just into that Just a little yet? bit. Uh, admittedly, I didn't watch any of the games. I watched a little bit of the highlights. Now, in the past, I've watched a couple of the games, but I didn't catch this opening round. That's okay, because we've got about eight nine, more, more weeks? nine more weeks mm-hmm. to go. So and it was I'm good. Sure it's watch actually it. pretty good. I, I'll, I will say this, though. Uh, from what I saw on social media, people were pleased with the product. And they thought it was a good People quality product. So that was a good yeah. thing. Yeah. That was a good thing. They said on average there was like 3.4 some million viewers for throughout the weekend. Right. So there was two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. They're on major networks like ABC, Fox. Right. And, th- and that's the other thing that I was paying attention to is from a business standpoint. Because if you don't have that business backing, despite your best desires and efforts, things won't last in, in our society. But... You know, to see that they do have the backing of the major networks and some of the other key individuals mm-hmm. should be around for a while. Yeah. Well, and also watching just the the I I I, you know, I was watching the games, but I didn't necessarily take part in like you know trying to find people's names and numbers, but the actual stadiums and the attendance mm-hmm. compared to like the alliance which we had a little while you know last year, which kind of fell through. People were out in the stadiums. They were out there. I mean, it was. I, I mean, was impressed. It looked like I was it impressed. was a good turnout. And even for us, good to, turnout. spectators were just yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. I think what we're finding is that football is still the uh, king sport oh, yeah. in America. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of demand for it. And the XFL hopefully is going to fulfill some of that demand during a time when people are kind of. Not watching the NFL yeah. or messing yeah. with the NFL is that alternative to yeah. watch something else. And that's what I was telling Mel earlier today. I said if, if the ticket prices go high, it's because it's the demand of people that don't watch uh, during regular season NFL. It'll be good. Yeah. I'm excited this I'm sorry weekend. your Seattle, uh, Seattle yeah, team Seattle, We didn't do good. But we did have a guy that did make the very first touchdown of the XFL because, of course, we were the first game being played. <laughs> but he was it. Not It wasn't like the D.C. Defender team. So that's. That's good. I'm excited because it'll be their first home game this weekend. They get to play in CenturyLink. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. I'm excited for that. I want to see kind of how Seattle's fans come out because currently, you know, we don't have any basketball team to go watch currently at this time. So that's yeah, our sport I, right now. Yeah, I think I caught one of the last Supersonic games way back when, and I'll <gasps> yeah. just leave that alone. That's okay. That's, <laughs> right. that's probably that's still right. a little bit of a sore point. I mean, you know. It's a sore point for a lot of Seattle, <laughs> but they're, they'll be in CenturyLink um, again, like, cause there's not any other, I mean, there's no baseball right now. Yeah. You know, spring training is coming up, but it won't yep. be in Seattle, of course. Um, so it, I'm excited to see kind of the turnout because, you know, Seattle's fan base is, you know, they go behind the Sounders. Well, y- y'all they get go behind hard. Yeah. They they go, everybody. Yeah. I was about to say for the Sounder games, they showed up and showed out. Yeah. Yeah. My, and, yeah, uh, yeah, my twin brother lives up there and uh, okay. yeah, he's, become a little bit of a seattle fan more so as more so his sons now yeah. i got a couple other online social media friends sure. man they're all over seattle oh, yeah. and then naturally there's melissa hey you know <laughs> i mean she's the only seattle person i know that goes hard for seattle oh, i mean okay. i know a few other people that i've worked with in the past and i thought oh my god they're so annoying with the seahawks thing but she is the one that goes in deep and it's oh, almost oh, no. like i'm almost to the point but i love her dearly to move back <laughs> to move back no, because that traffic, that rain, I can't do it. Like, people know. Oh, yeah, the when weather it rains, is just When it rains issue. here, like, yeah. first of all, it rained all of January except for one day. Yep. All. Of, and you know how January feels like it's five years long? Could you imagine that with rain? Except for one no, day. No, it's depressing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, couldn't, yep. I couldn't do it. Y- yeah. I couldn't I, do it. I'm, I'm and a, the traffic I'm a is, I think it's worse than, than Atlanta. Because at least Atlanta has a few more different right. freeways. Right. Seattle has one a big, freeway. big, long stretch. Yeah. yeah. I-5, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's great. It's insane. And part of that freeway is still only like two or three lanes. There's no way they're ever going to extend it. Yeah. <laughs> but 
<laughs> yeah, that, that weather good. is, there, there's an Air Force base up there, McCord. And yeah. yeah, we used to go there from time to time. And yeah, that weather is, uh, no. That's, that's okay. <laughs> You're like, no. I like okay. Vegas. Yeah. I'm glad you like my home. And Can, you home. have some breaking news because both, um, uh, you know, Alicia Gibbs is watching. Shout out to Alicia. Hey, Alicia. Um, we, hey, I Alicia. didn't know either. You had a twin brother. I had no idea. She was yes. like, you have a twin kid? Yes, I have a twin brother. You're going to have to post some pictures so we can all I see. I didn't know I, that Actually, I have, he, he visited Vegas a couple of summers ago, and I'll, I'll make sure I post that picture, and I'm sure we y'all hold me it. to it. But yes. uh, he came here. He had my uh, two nephews, uh, Ryan and Aiden, with him, and that was a big deal. Everybody was like... <laughs> Does he look like you? I right. want to see. Yeah. Are you identical? No, nah, we're fraternal. 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 But sometimes oh, okay. fraternals look. My bro, my uh, my dad, and my uncle were a fraternal. And they but they looked I'll identical. S- I'll say this: the one time we did look alike is uh, he went to the Air Force Academy with me after high school, and when we had the shaved heads and what we call the birth control go- military glasses, <laughs> uh, we looked a lot alike then. Although he was heavier than me, but yeah, we did a little. But we're fraternal. Okay. All right. Um, Ken, where can they find you as far as on any social media or anything like that that you have? I know uh, you have the Urban Chamber of Commerce. Yes. Uh, social media. Instagram. Yes. I'll, I'll give both the uh, Urban Chamber and then for those that may be interested, my personal. But for the Urban Chamber, we're on Twitter at Urban Chamber. Uh, we're on Facebook, Urban Chamber of Commerce dash Nevada. And then uh, we got on, we, we're on the gram, I think, is what the young the folks gram. are. The gram. Yes. We're on the gram. Mm-hmm. Now, shouts out to uh, <laughs> uh, Daphne Moore for getting us to do that from Moore Marketing Agency uh, a few months ago, because that's helped our exposure oh, okay. quite a bit. Oh, but yeah. we're Urban Chamber of Commerce on Instagram. And then for me personally, uh, on Twitter, at Ken Evans 585 uh, I'm on uh, Instagram as well, Ken Evans 585 See, typical engineer. <laughs> Boring, going to do it the same way. Oh, and no. then Ken Evans on Facebook. It makes it easier. That it does. Like sure is. You have the same login password for all your emails, too, don't you? <laughs> no. I, I, I'm not going to address don't that. that <laughs> you don't have to disclose it, but I'm like, I'm, I'm one of the ones. I have that. the same one going because I can't remember all this stuff. You know? It's gate codes I, I, and passwords. You know what? I will say I have a system, and I'll leave it at that. Okay. Sounds good. Yep. But, yeah, I am on uh, social media and the Urban Chambers on social media. And I would encourage people, whether you're on uh, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, please follow us because we make it a point to put the programs, the activities that we're doing uh, very quickly. We do Capital Connections. So if you need money for your business, uh, find out more about Capital Connections. And then if you need to be connected to contract opportunities, get more information about Contract Connections. Bottom line is we want to help you grow your business at the Urban Chamber. Or develop one. Yes, that is very true. And that's where I'm like in the um, site of like develop. Love it. Yeah. In in fact, that's that's one thing I'll say is with our business incubator and our business resource center, which together make up the business success center. To us, we think it is a success if you come in, you evaluate your idea and you make the business decision that either A, it's not a viable idea or B, the timing or the resources aren't right. That's a better way to go than putting time, effort, sweat into something and getting a year or, or more into it and figuring out, you know what, should have made this Not business decision. So, again, uh, even if you're thinking about doing it or have an idea, come to the Urban Chamber. We have individuals that can help you vet the idea. I'm there. Hey, we look forward to having you come by the I'm Urban Chamber. By. <laughs> I'm okay. coming by. She's going to be there. With on the air. On. I'm coming by. Right? Yes. Oh, my goodness. So we do a segment called Girl Power. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm good with that. And then we do a Coog Dip moment, too. Yeah. So which uh, one do you want to uh, do what, first? Uh, what, a Coog Dip. Coog. So, so tell the background on that, Mel. I'm a Husky, University okay. of Washington. Our okay. rival is the Washington State, State Cougars. Cougars yeah. And they're notorious <laughs> for... <laughs> Basically winning something, and in one split second, they've cooed it and lost. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like those people that are out there that basically have screwed up. So they know complete- how to snatch. What's that saying? They know how to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's basically it. Yes. Um, this week's cooed it moment will go to the referees. I don't know if you watched the Blazers and the Jazz game last Friday, where Damian Lillard had shot a three-pointer, tied the game. I think uh, Utah went back and hit a two. And 13 seconds left left has a layup it's a goal clear goaltending which could have tied the game they didn't call it they didn't call it yeah of course and of course the refs after you know damien uh, he's hot 
And they're in Utah. This is what happens in Utah. Home, home what team call. Home team Possibly. call. That's well. what happens. And I have another uh, XFL coup okay. moment. Marquette King did an amazing punt. Yes. Punt return. He still has it. Yes, still has it. 31 years old, still got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe get looked at and picked up. Who knows? You never know. But anyway, uh, one of his players decided that he should get the ball on the punt return, touch which is ball. touch the ball. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Huge. Ooh. Maybe it's moment. still like those butterflies. You know, I don't know. The commentators went in because oh. they were like, what is he doing? <laughs> is okay. He doing? I hope he at least <laughs> held on to the ball. Nope. Nope. It was a touch and it kept. <laughs> Into the end zone. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, we'll leave that alone. Yep. Not so much. Not so much. And as a part of our series of uh, Black History Month, uh, not only are we having Ken featured, of course, but I wanted to shout out um, how we have a new first black female coach in the yes. NFL. Yes. Did you hear about that? Oh, no, I Jennifer didn't hear about Jennifer that. King. Mm-hmm. Jennifer King. Uh, she will be the assistant coach for the Washington Redskins. Oh, outstanding. You know That's what's funny? Just I, you know what I, <laughs> I read a few articles. They no longer even mention Redskins. They say the, the Washington, Washington team. team. Yeah, okay. the Washington, the Washington team. Because they're still team. on the nomenclature. Of I mean, you pick one. Either you're going to pick a new name or you're not. It just, it just felt weird. Like Because I feel like I'm talking about my, my Huskies. The Washington team. It just is. Anyway, but we yeah. know what it is. So, so she's the first full-time black mm-hmm. female coach, and she's an intern. Yep. That is she actually, and Isn't you know, um, Ron Riviere is the head coach for Washington mm-hmm. now, and she used to also intern for him back then. Okay. Yeah, but when now, she was with Carolina, right? Yeah, yeah Carolina. When the Carolina mm-hmm. Panthers. So yep. it's just such a coup. It's like one of those things. That, that, that's outstanding, and it also points out one thing we talk about at the chamber is build relationships before you need them. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to borrow from what Shondell says: build real. R-E-A-L relationships because to your point she had that relationship Mm -hmm. before this situation and when the opportunity presented itself leveraged the relationship well and don't burn your bridges either yeah because had something happened between them and now look at he's got a new relationship with with Washington he's got a new head coach Mm -hmm. and now she's got to end Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's just as equally important because you know in the position that I am sometimes you see individuals it's okay to disagree with people. It's okay to get upset. But if you can still uh, be civil and respectful, you don't burn bridges. So, no. Good and, point. Yeah. And Melissa. you keep your integrity intact with that, too. You yes. keep the same energy all the way through. If we can say one thing about Ken, it's going to be the same consistent answer with anybody that runs into you. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Sometimes that gets me in trouble with some people. <laughs> it's all good. Let us know you're getting in trouble, Ken. <laughs> I highly doubt that. <laughs> oh, Maybe private me. troubles. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but those um, omega functions. Yeah, right? that's what I'm thinking. That's what makes a fraternity oh. kind of stuff. Oh, we're gonna leave that alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is uh, catch us for wine soiree weekend. Oh, yeah, in the go. first weekend of August. Okay. I'll stop there. It's always okay. a good luck. There. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. It is. Well, Ken, again, it's been an honor and a pleasure of having Thank you on the so show. Much. We really appreciate you taking the time. You it's dropped fun. a lot of gems tonight, a lot of jewels. I hope everybody that tuned in, you can watch the replay. Go ahead but and if share you're watching, it. go ahead and share it. And and sharing is caring. Is, is caring is also part of getting the wealth of knowledge that you need. I mean, if you didn't catch it now, you'll definitely catch it later. Um, My that's pleasure. It for us. I want to say thank you both. You're thank welcome. You. You're welcome. All right, y'all. We're out of here for we're Wednesdays. Out. We'll see you next week. See you next Wednesday, guys. Thanks for checking out another episode of Girl Chat Sports. And remember, we don't have balls, but we know how to cover them.